Hey there, y'all. It's your girl, Cardi B. Yo, it's Billie Eilish. All day. KSBM Radio. Isn't the best place to find the lovers of the bar is where I go mm-hmm. Me and my friends at the table doing shots, tripping fast and then we talk slow mm-hmm. And you come over and start up a conversation with just me And trust me, I'll give it a chance Now I'll take my hand, stop it, and the man on the jukebox And then we start to dance And now I'm singing like, girl, you know I want your love Your love was handmade for somebody like me Come on now, follow my lead I may be crazy, don't mind me, say boy, let's not talk too much Grab on my waist and put that body on me I'm coming now, follow my lead, come coming now, follow my lead mm-hmm. I'm in love with the shape of you We push and pull like a magnet do Although my heart is falling too I'm in love with your body Hey y'all, it's uh, KSVM Radio, The Voice of Town View I'm your host Izzy, alongside with Luna, I'm Bay, and I'm Eric. And welcome back to another show, first show for this week. Um, so let's just hit it off with the talk of town news. So what's going on, you guys? Um, so the today, September twenty fourth, there's an SEMPTSA meeting in the library at eight a.m. There's um, HSHP ROTC in the gym at four thirty p.m. Then there's HSHP faculty meeting in the library at eight p.m. That's late. Townview MC. Uh, LULAC in the library at 4.30 p.m. Then tomorrow for September 25th, uh, um, you can go ahead and start voting for a homecoming queen and king for all schools in the commons during all lunches. And, okay. Anyway, are you guys voting? Yeah. Who are you guys going to vote for? I'm not sure yet. I've, I've been seeing, like, all the campaigns and everything on all the social media, so it's like, I don't know who to vote for now. Yeah, I know. Me neither. I'll just choose who's the nicest, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably do whoever had the best campaign, you know. Who do you think That's that was? That's the smart Anyone in your mind? No one. No, I guess so really tough. Oh, no, they're all really good. I'm not even sure who's winning. They're they're really they're all really good. Yeah, so this props year, out to everybody. I, I really don't even know. Who's Is it juniors and seniors or just seniors? I think it's mostly seniors. Well, mostly seniors. seniors. Yeah, yeah, I think juniors can too. But there's only like a few. When is homecoming? I wish I knew. Do you guys know? No, I don't. But are you gonna run next year? I know you're a senior. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> you know why not? You have a chance to win, right? Um, slim chance, like slim, slim chance, but you know, I might. It's not zero. <laughs> You're right. That's what about you? You know, you have people who... Oh, will I run? Yeah. You, you know, should know. I guess you're right. No, I will can you? run your campaign. I'll do that, but I will not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll run together. <laughs> yeah. I'll run your campaign, okay? Are you, um, running? Um, ooh, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of guys in my school that probably have a better and chance than me. what about it? They probably have a better chance than I do, so... I don't know. What's that attitude they do? Hmm? With that attitude? I mean... You can do it. I'll vote for you. You'll vote for me? Yeah. yeah. Okay, at least I'm I mean, I'll be you. <laughs> so. But you know, my heart's with you. you know? I'll vote for you if you vote for me. Okay, dear. It's a win <laughs> So okay. we both have, won't have 0%. Yep. And you both have each one vote. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay, and then September 26th, it'll be Townview MC ACT in the library at 815. So, uh, seniors, if you haven't been studying for your ACTs, please do so. 
Um, remember the test is October 1st, the school-wide one? Um, I know a lot of people have not been studying, but again, you don't know what colleges are going to look at. So if you haven't started studying, go ahead and start, even though it's like a week from now and you're <laughs> kind of screwed. But anyway, and then HS, HP, ROTC in the gym at 4.30 p.m., then um, another hosted meeting in the theater at 4.25 p.m., then September 27th, the pep rally in Friday morning Ooh. at 8 a.m. So you guys are going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that's that that's in the comments, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh. I'm usually band. always there, so yeah, I always get really to see those. That should be fun. Really loud, but you know. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, it's so loud. Oh, my gosh. And they performed so well last weekend at the Battle of the Bands oh, at Cedarville yeah. High School. Congrats they, to them. Yeah, congrats cool. to the Big D Band. Yeah, yeah shout out to them. Then there'll be the Fall Fling from 6.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. Are you guys going? Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, why not? How are you going? I, one of my friends' <laughs> birthdays that day, so... She has an excuse, okay. I'm sorry. Celebrating Fall Fling. No. No, Fling. <laughs> no, we're taking her, taking her out to eat, so... Where? I'm not sure. They're the ones making the plans. I'm kind of just... Oh, you're just showing up. I'm just showing up. <laughs> just I'm just showing up, though. I just show up. And the Fall Fling will have a special guest at Prairie View A&M at Marching Storm Band. So, yeah, go ahead and... Go there if you have nothing else better to do. Then the PVU uh, GSU cheerleading battle. Cheerleading battle. Yeah. There's cheerleaders. Huh. Is that along with the band? Might be. I know the game is the no, next no, day. No. That's Saturday. Oh, we should, we have more information. On yeah. And then on September 28th, there'll be the battle of the band at John Kincaid Stadium from. 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. That's long. Good luck, man. And that's early, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna hype it up really like a lot. And oh, yeah. oh, they oh, always I'm sure good. they always do good. So yeah, we always do good. Imagine being in the band. You have to wake up that early. You have to be that even earlier. Yeah, you're gonna like wake up that's like dedication. five in the morning. That's and then you gotta be ready. Yeah, that's early. You can't even be groggy. You have to be ready. Doesn't the state fair of Texas open up this weekend? Oh yeah, on oh, Friday. Yeah. They already put up that big. Big text? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's a big Texan. Y'all see that? I'm sorry. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't anyway, then uh, well, this is the end of the Talk of Town View. We'll see you guys again. Make sure to follow us at KSBM underscore TVT on Instagram and Twitter, um, at KSBM Radio on Facebook, at KSBM Radio underscore TVT on Snapchat. Use the hashtag KSBM We Lie, uh, SBM Family Matters, and SBM Town View. Uh, we'll be right back. Shut up.
And we're back. So for this hot topic, we have a very special guest, um, the new tech principal, Mr. Zuniga. Like, everyone give him like a hand. Thank you for being on our show. How do you feel? Uh, great. Uh, thank you for inviting me and having me, uh, providing me this opportunity. Uh, yeah, so no time gets uh, to know me a little better. Yeah, thank you for showing. Um, so anyway, first off, big question. We don't want to know who is Arnold Zuniga. Um, just, uh, just a regular kid from El Paso, Texas. Uh, grew up in El Paso, Texas. Couldn't wait to leave El Paso, Texas. So uh, come to the big city. Yeah, mm -hmm. come to the big city. So I tried to pick a university as far away from home as I could find. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was about 13 hours away from El Paso. So I decided to go to uh, North wow. Texas. Wow. So, and, and what did you do um, there? Uh, North Texas. I, uh, I majored in uh, biology at uh, North Texas with a minor in chemistry. That's cool. Um, so you like science? Yeah, uh, science is my favorite subject. But it's kind of strange because I like science, but I hate the math oh, <laughs> part. That's so I like doing math through science. But if you ask me to just do math, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. So, <laughs> Too many um, equations. Yeah. No. There's just so much when it comes to that. Uh, yeah, it's that's not fun. You know, it's always fun to uh, do equations when you're going to blow something up or you know mix yeah. something. That's fun, <laughs> but like just to solve math problems. Yeah, no, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's not so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so for our next question is um, kind of a deep question, just really how you want to add to this. Um, did you face any adversities going up? Uh, probably the the toughest adversity I ever faced was uh, not knowing English growing up. Uh, my parents didn't speak any English. Uh, my father had a sixth grade education. Okay. Uh, my mom dropped out of high school, and you know, they didn't speak any English. So that was a tough. That was tough for me, uh, especially even though I was grew up in El Paso and Spanish is the predominant language. But uh, my parents pushed me, and right around second grade, they said, "No more bilingual for you. You're going straight into English." Mm -hmm. So that was well, a tough year. That big push, yeah. yeah. So that that was tough. You know, learning English when mm -hmm. with other kids that already knew English and you didn't know any English. You know, you make up words, <laughs> um, but you know, but 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 it was all good, and and you know, I appreciate them pushing me uh, because because of their uh, push, it got me, it's gotten me to where I'm at right now. About how old were you? Do you remember when you made uh, the Probably about second grade, so about seven. Okay. So I was about seven. That's young. Yeah. 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 To just automatically just switch out your native language. Yeah, uh, but you know, the, the you know this kind of ties into the next question. Uh, uh, you know, it was due to that said great teacher that I have, you know, Ms. Barrios. Um, I still remember her because uh, I remember what she told my parents at the first parent conference. And I'll never forget that. And she says, your son's smart. He's just lazy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that, 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 that's true uh, because, you know, I, 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 I was in high school. There was no man in high schools when I was in high school. But I had AP courses and honors courses uh, uh, starting my sophomore year uh, because my freshman year, uh, my, uh, one of my English teachers, Ms. Walia, I didn't know she spoke Spanish. Mm -hmm. Parents had the parent conference, and she told my parents that same thing. You know, your son. What is your son doing in regular classes? He needs to be in honors or AP courses. And of course, I was devastated. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> 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 I don't want to do all that. That's you know, too I said, much. I said, I'm, I said, I'm cruising right now. What do I want to do this for? And you know, but in the end, it was it, it was for my own good. So you know, I, I appreciated that. You know, and uh, I think that instilled that passion for me in teaching. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't think I was going to be a teacher, but as I got older, I said, you know, it's how can I give back to my community to students that are probably going through the same thing I am, uh, as far as not speaking English, uh, having parents at work all the time, uh, and not having that. I mean, I had sport, but not having that uh, push for higher education. No, you did major in like 
mainly science categories and everything. Yes. Did you teach any science when you came out of college? No, uh uh. No, I taught uh I taught all elementary. My first year was uh second grade. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I taught third, fourth, fifth. And, uh, and I had kids. And, yeah, but I had the same kids for four years in a row. Oh, they did you like? Uh, yeah, they loop with me from grade to grade. Yeah. Oh, that's so, always fun. That, it was you fun. Know them. Yeah. yeah, I know them, and now they're they're probably in their twenties now, twenty two, oh, wow. maybe twenty three. Do you still talk to some of them? Yeah, yeah, I still that's talk so to cool. I still talk to a lot of them. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, one of them had a birthday party and they invited me. A couple of friends, we went. We're teachers with them and. Uh, it, it was kind of strange uh, <laughs> seeing these, you know, 23-year-olds that you remember, you know, when you're in your second grade class and then start telling you stuff that you used to do, and you're like, yeah, don't say that. Because <laughs> um, there's still kids in yeah, there. Yeah, and you know, and, and, yeah, but just seeing things that remind you of activities you did with with um, when you were with them in class was, was pretty amazing that they still remember that after all those years. Wow. So, yeah. you know, it, it's, it, it was an amazing thing. Seeing um, them now, do you think you had, like, a really big impact on them? Um... On some, you can say you did. Um, you know, once again, I think you know we're all individuals and we make our own choices. Um, and like anything in life, you know, I've had students that haven't made the best choices. But then you have some that are, you know, getting ready to graduate from college. You know, I went to all their high school graduations, and I promised that I promised them all that. I said, "You graduate high school, you give me that invitation, I'll be there." And I was there. Um, and same thing for the kids that I've had in middle school. And same thing. I mean, of course, I know I'm in high school. You know, I, I kind of have to be there. But um, but for the middle school kids, as soon as they graduate, I mean, I'll have the first from middle school. I'll have the first class graduating, not this year, but the next year wow. that I had in middle school. So wow. what were what were we see the main things that you liked about teaching and everything? But what were some of the uh, cons? I know there's it's not always perfect. So what were some of the cons? Um, you know, a lot of times uh, it's just dealing with the uh, with the state of education. Um, you know people telling you what you should teach, how you should teach, when they're not actually in the classroom. And that, you know, that drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. um, if your feet aren't in the ground, you know, you're not in the battlefield, then, you know, just go ahead and excuse yourself. And, you know, <laughs> let me do what I gotta do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, w within constraints, of course, but th that's probably one of the biggest things, you know, when people try to tell you, you should do it this way. I'm like, yeah, I've been in the classroom for 20 years. Exactly. Like, How can you tell yeah. me what to do? Exactly, you know, somebody who has the experience and everything. Yeah. So yeah, I can imagine that could drive you crazy. Yeah. How long were you teaching before you switched to uh, administration? Five years. Oh, five years. Yeah. yeah, I taught five years uh, at Herbert Marcus Elementary. And then uh, I moved on to being assistant principal at Cigarro Elementary for three years. Then I was in, uh, then I became principal at an elementary called Leslie Stebbins in Oak Cliff. Um, I was there for eight years. Wow, then, that's a lot. Yeah, it was eight years. And then uh, I think I got to that point where uh, I needed to change. Uh, I love working with younger kids, but I was like, I think I'm ready for a challenge, and uh, that's when uh, I happened to apply for DESA, and uh, um, you know, I interviewed, and you know, I was chosen to be the principal at DESA. Yeah. Do you so. like working with younger kids or older kids? Um, once again, like you said, you know, it's got you got your pros and your cons, uh, but uh, the thing I like about working with little kids is that they don't know any better sometimes, mm -hmm. and they say <laughs> the darndest and the funniest things. Um, <laughs> So I have a million stories, um, but someday I'll write a book somewhere of some of the things they say and do. Um, but um, I've really enjoyed working with the older students um, a lot of times, especially at Magnets, like at Dessa and here at Townview, uh, because you can reason with students. Uh, you know, students here at Townview, they voice their opinion, which I really appreciate. Um, and and they, they let you know how they're feeling. 
and you know that that that's good that students have a voice you know within reason as far as long as it's respectful then I'm all for student voice do you think you can make a bigger impact on older kids or younger kids um, now that I've been working with the older kids I think on older kids um, because just like you know some of your parents they you know they, they you know you do things and uh, kids do things you know high school kids and you're like yeah I did that too or you know you don't kids try to do things and uh, they don't think you know what's going on, but I know what's going on. Yeah, you know I've done it before, uh, and uh, and uh, it, it's good to impart that wisdom on students and just the letting them know the opportunities that they have. You know, not, we're not we don't live in a perfect world, but I mean, students here at Townview they have great opportunities, and they need to realize that you know while it's not always going to be perfect, you know you're you are lucky to be in the school, you know very lucky. Yeah, with teaching and everything, going through your growing up and everything and your life experiences, would you say that you are more understanding, I guess, to students that are troubled, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, but I, I always go, the thing that I always say that I always hold very sacred is that every student has their own story. Uh, you can't judge every student the same. Um, you don't know what's going on in their personal life. You don't know what's going. Uh, you don't know what's happening outside of this building. A lot of times, with students, and sometimes as adults, we take it as students being disrespectful or not caring. But I think as adults, we need to take the time to actually inquire. Hey, you know what's going on? You know, and students will tell you, "I'm good. Okay, that's fine." But at least I know that I've tried. And sometimes students do open up, and you build that trust. And once that trust is built, students feel a lot more comfortable when they do have an issue talking to you. Uh, then you know if something's going on it's not supposed to be going on just in general so um, you know that that's that's something that uh, that's important to me now Dessa it is a middle school correct yes sir yeah okay so how many years did you teach for you sir? Uh, what how many years did you teach at De I mean uh, not teach principal at Dessa yeah. three three yeah okay so what made you want to come over to the school of Thomas and the gift um, you know uh, I love Dessa I mean it was a great school um, you know, great uh, culture, great climate, um, but um, I think the opportunity presented itself, and uh, it, 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 w it was the right time uh, to 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 make a different kind of impact. Yeah. You know, these kids are going off. Like you said, I'm glad that you're actually here for these students because they're going off to college. You know, seniors and everything, and they need somebody like you who can have that impact on their lives and everything. So I applaud you for yeah. having that impact. Yeah, I think a lot of times, you know, you've been here, and you hear it more in the middle school than in the high school, and I've heard it some here, you know, students say, well, I don't know how I'm going to pay for college. Yeah, know. that's like my biggest worry right now. Yeah, but yeah. like I tell everybody else, there's money out there. You just got to find it. Yeah. And, I mean, there's grants, there's scholarships. I mean, if you have to take loans, then get loans. I mean, those are, you know, low-interest loans, but don't let money be a deterrent, ever. I mean, don't ever let it be a deterrent. Um, you know, it wasn't a deterrent for me. Uh, you know, my parents didn't have... You know they didn't. They're not. They were professionals. They didn't make six figures, um, but no matter what, they figured out a figured a way to get me through. Made a way. And and made a way no matter what. I couldn't tell you how many times when you know I asked for those expensive shoes, how they ended up in my house. I couldn't tell you. You know, but you know my parents made sure that you know that they encouraged me that way because uh, my dad wouldn't let me work. Uh, oh, he was one of those parents. Yeah. That? Well, because his th his uh, his uh, philosophy was that my job was to go to school and get good grades. Yeah, that's most parents. They're like, you go to school and you do good there, and yeah. then mm -hmm. you get a job. And then you All get a the job. expenses are my job to work. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, I have to applaud my parents for that. Um, you know, uh, 
because I mean I didn't grow up rich by any means or well off, but I can't ever say that I was struggling and struggling or in need of anything. You know, whatever I asked for, they found a way. So, um, like, would you say that you're trying to be that person for students here? Yeah, I mean, I mean, somebody has to be a voice for students and encourage them because uh, sometimes you don't get that encouragement at home. You know, uh, once again, you know, parents are busy working, um, getting students what they need. Uh, so sometimes parents go by the wayside, and I think sometimes parents are intimidated also uh, by what students are doing. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't necessarily know uh, how to help their students. Um, you know, same thing with my dad. My dad had a sixth grade education, yet he would help me with my calculus homework. She's find a way. Yeah, like yeah. how he would be, how he was able to solve some of those equations for me and help me find them. Like I don't even know how to do that. So that's in the class, you know, ninety minutes a day. I said, and I can't figure it out. But he was able to figure it out and help me, help me through it. So. Um, that, that's an important thing. Were you an only child? No, I have one sister. One sister. Yeah, I have one sister, uh, younger. I'm 10 years uh, older than her. Uh, she's actually a doctor. Oh, wow. Uh, so she's got her well, PhD in nursing uh, in May. Oh, so, so she's about to finish it off. Oh, yeah, she finished, you know, she, she graduated as a nurse, worked as a nurse, got her master's in uh, nurse practitioner, and now she works in uh, neurology. That's right. neurological surgery. That's, Ooh, a that's, like that's big. Yeah, so she does neurological surgery. Um, and she's got a great job. She works Monday through Friday, um, and she sets her hours. So I mean, that's nice. So yeah. that, that's the next step for me is you know, st uh, getting started on that PhD. So, oh, for you? Yeah. I'm for, sure you'll um, make it. Did you have like a specific field? Uh, educational policy. Okay. Yeah, there's uh, there's some things in education that you know you 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 uh, you know that that could use some revamping. Mm -hmm. And looking at and uh, and make sure that we're offering students, you know, a, a greater variety of courses, you know, better choice, not better choices, but more choices mm -hmm. um, to be uh, better rounded. Yeah. Do you think there's something you could teach um, teachers or administration at Townview to like help better reach out to students? Um, I think it just starts with uh, building relationships. I mean, that's a big part. Mm -hmm. um, that's been one of my staples always since I've been a teacher is uh, building relations with students. I mean, when I was at uh, the elementary, we had 900 kids. I know every single student's name, either by first name or last name. Mm -hmm. Same thing at DESA. Um, you know, we had 460 kids. I knew all their names. Um, and I'm almost done with the tag students. I don't know all their names. <laughs> so I, I know the freshmen. I know, most, I know the sophomores, the juniors, and the seniors are the ones that I'm, I'm getting there. But I know most of their names are. Because they're ready to go. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not that, but you know, it's my first year here with them. So mm -hmm. they, uh, I give them their space. You know, I do talk to them, but I give them their space and let them do uh, their thing and, uh, you know, uh, and move on from there. So, so we did hear you say, you know, your first year here and everything. So what is your vision for this upcoming 2019-2022? Um, uh, one of the big visions, and it's not just mine, I think all the principals, we're trying to work, uh, bring Townview together. You know, uh, get away from the. This is a school of business. This is a school. This is tag. This is science and engineering. I mean, in the end, we're all Townview, and we need all students to benefit, not just certain schools. Um, so it's it's very. Uh, uh, it's hard to understand that sometimes. Yeah. The. Uh, it's uh, one school with six schools inside. Yeah, one school yeah. with six schools inside, and um, just uh, making sure uh, that we all get on the same page and that we all understand that we're here for all the students, not just for the ones in our in, in our schools. In the end, you know, we need everybody to do well, not just one school. Mm -hmm. So, so we have to come together, be Townview. Yes, be Townview. Yes, I mean, of course. Yeah, I mean, and you're going to have some, you know, things that are only applied to your school. Mm -hmm. um, but in the end, you know, a lot of the other things that can be applied to Townview as a whole, 
uh, I think we need to strive to keep working on that and make sure that we're together. So united we stand and divided we call. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what inspires you and motivates you to be one of the leading staff on the tag management? What inspires you? What inspires you? Just, uh, just seeing students thrive. Uh, not just necessarily academically, but also socially and emotionally. Um, seeing students break out of their shell. Um, and just uh, watching students become better versions of themselves. Uh, all around, um, because it's 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 about academics, but at the same time, there's so many other components that go into it that are important. Because when you leave this leave the school, you're going to go to either schools that are a lot bigger, mm -hmm. um, or you're going to go far away from home, and you have to learn how to how to work with different types of people and get out of your comfort and get out of your comfort yeah. zone. And that's hard for all of us. I mean, because the first you know first couple of weeks it was a little hard for me just trying to get in that comfort zone and figuring things out. Yeah. But we're kind of in a groove now, so you know it's moving along. Yeah. Um, how would you say, I heard you say that also, you know, it's just not academics and everything, but how would you, what, would, what tips would you give basically to students to balance, help them balance out academic sports maybe to? You know, um, time management. I mean, I know it's easy to say, but time management is a big thing. I mean, we're all guilty of it. You know, we all procrastinate. Um, I'm, that, I'm that way too. I'm getting phone calls. Hey, you're supposed to turn this in by 5 o'clock. I said, it's 4.58. I got two minutes. <laughs> um, so I turn it in like at 4.59.59. But it's on time. Yeah. But then I do it. To, I, I tell myself, why did you wait till the last minute? You know, you're, you're stressing over something you shouldn't have been stressing over. You should have gotten this done sooner. Because then you can't even blame the kids when they do it. He's like, oh, wait, I do it too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, time management is a big thing. Uh, and, and I think if, if you have good time management, everything is possible. But you really got to, you know, manage your time well. Yeah. Did you play any sports coming up? Yes, sir. What sports? Football and wrestling. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Were you any good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All district. Oh, wow. All what? district uh, starting from my freshman year. What position? Uh, offensive tackle. Tackle. Yeah. And that's so, physical then. Big and physical. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. just like wrestling. That's why I like wrestling. It was physical. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, again, thank you so much for being on our show today. Unfortunately, this segment has come to an end. So, you know, again, thank you for being here, and we, we hope to learn more of your story in future you know, interviews and stuff. Yeah. But um, to keep up with us, be sure to follow us at KSBM underscore TVT on Instagram and Twitter and use the hashtags hashtag KSBM we live, hashtag SBM Family Matters, and hashtag SBM Town. We'll see you in the next segment.
KSVM Radio, the voice of town. I'm your host, Bay, alongside with Luna and Eric. And today we have a new topic called Eco Updates, so where we just inform you about the environment. So as some of you may know, it's actually hurricane season, so there's tons of hurricanes and tropical storms in getting forming and stuff. So Dorian actually hit the Caribbean. Right? Yes, and yes. my condolences to all the families who have lost loved ones out in the Caribbean and Bahamas mm -hmm. in some parts of Florida. So my condolences. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the East Coast. So as Dorian hit the Bahamas, they left so much destruction. There was no airports. There's nothing out there. There's nothing. They couldn't get supplies or anything, so they had to find like another route to get supplies. There's nothing to do but just wait for it mm -hmm. to pass. And people were just stuck out there. They couldn't even get to the mainland and stuff. It was actually terrible. So there's a new storm called Karen, Tropical Storm Karen. It heads for Puerto Rico and could it could potentially hit the U.S. mainland next week. Wow. So Karen, we love the name Karen. <laughs> but <laughs> So Puerto Rico was hit by Irma, I think, a couple years ago. Devastating. It's yeah. Terrible. Millions of dollars. They just had that damage. really big one. Like, a, what was it? Like two yeah. years ago. Yeah. It was like, it was all over the news. And I remember finding out. I was like going to school, and I was just reading, and I was looking at the pictures, and it was like, I wanted to cry. It was like that bad. They, they didn't have water. They didn't have supplies mm -hmm. or anything. Power. And everything was out. It like they just started from scratch again, which is like absolutely terrible. And they just got back on their feet. Like. I know, and going now from this all one? this to nothing, it's and like, oh my god, they have to rebuild I'm again. I'm like praying for them. And for mm -hmm. us who like live in Texas, I know we don't usually get, you know, hurricanes in Dallas, you know, we're in the middle of Texas. <laughs> we are more prone to tornadoes and everything. Oh, yeah. So like, tornadoes, That's imagine on the people on the East Coast, 
Hurricanes are our tornadoes, but ten times worse. Mm, tornadoes terrify me. I'm like, just like the rain starts coming in and I start freaking out. At least like, they don't last that long. I know they never like last longer than at least like one day or like one afternoon. Yeah, like, like I hurricanes like, can last for I know they last weeks. weeks. Like I think rain after rain after that rain after Dorian rain. just um, dispersed the hit Nova Scotia a while, like a week ago, I think. Crazy. But tropical storm Karen has had as much as eight inches of rain in Puerto Rico. That's like a lot. That's over half a foot. That means your car could flood. It could like be picked up by the water and washed away. It's crazy. Yeah, and as stated before, you know, uh, with all of this and how dangerous, potentially dangerous it could be, the emergency management plan has been initiated in Puerto Rico. Yeah, everyone's got to know how to evacuate and stuff mm -hmm. if they need to. I'm sure they know the drill by now. Sure oh, yeah. Like prepared After like, the, oh, here we go again. After the so many hurricanes in the past, I'm sure they know how to do it by now. Yeah. yeah. Next, we have, I think we have the climate strike. Yes, there was a climate strike on. Yeah, there was on the climate strike was on Friday. So millions of people just stopped work because they strike because the climate. They're protesting the climate that we need government actions to help regulate our climate control. If that makes sense. Well, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's called Fridays for Future. It's a school strike, so kids take off. Fridays, mostly kids Fridays. Kids our age and like younger and adults, anyone can go. They protest and they flood the streets for the politicians. And it was founded by Greta Thunberg. You don't know she's a 16 year old environmental activist focused on climate change. Mm -hmm. I've seen her on CNN, all these big news she's broadcasting. Like, she, she has made her word. Just yeah. a couple days ago, she was at the Unit Climate Summit and she gave a really motivating speech targeted to the politicians. I'll read a little bit of what she said because it like almost makes me shake. Mm -hmm. This is a bit of what she said. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? I, I saw that on CNN this morning. That's crazy. I love how she says, I, how dare you? Yeah. It just really like... She like stares at the politicians. Mm -hmm. and It really like... She's like good with you. words. She's really good with words and telling it like it is. She's not shy about telling politicians what they're doing wrong and how they're letting us down. Yeah, so we're saying we need to take action because I saw tons of posters that were like, You'll die of old age, but we'll die of the climate, climate change. change. Yeah, climate because this these past five years have been record high of temperatures. Mm -hmm. That's and they don't want to listen. And it's like not even us anymore. It's not just kids and adults. It's scientists telling them. It's literally scientifically proven that climate change is going to end the world. I know. And they still are just not paying attention. They're not wanting to listen to us. And we're tired of it. Like she said, like, how dare you ask for our hope? How dare you tell us to be calm? No, you're not doing anything to fix it. You need to take action this week. But isn't it so amazing? Like, how old did you say she was? She's 16. It's amazing that, you know, young people nowadays, we have more and more of an impact than we think. People are listening to us. And we don't. We have to keep going. We don't. We don't need you know, to stop trying to make down. our voices heard. You know, it's like little kids, and they're like telling them, and it's their voices. They're like actually using their voices, and that's so empowering. At least to me, it's so empowering that like kids my age and even younger are like doing amazing things to mm -hmm. help. 
Yeah, I heard it was um, I heard it was kids in over 150 countries. Climate crisis won't wait, so neither will we. That just made such that really touched me because, mm-hmm. like, why just. It's, it's all these, it's many countries and they're all like doing this. I've seen thousands of pictures and it's just like the streets are like flooded with people and mm-hmm. it's like and signs. And, like, all the signs. signs, they're really beautiful signs. There was this one I saw and it was like protect Mother Earth and I had a picture of the Earth. Mm-hmm. That got me to thinking about climate change. It's like I was looking, I was riding the bus this morning thinking about this and I was looking out to like the green trees and I was like looking out to like there's this river that I passed by and it made me sad to think that one day that might not be there yeah like younger generations will not get to see such beautiful the beautiful earth that we have and it's sad to think about that we have to really take in nature as it is now because it may not be there for a long time so what do you guys think that we can do we always talk about we talk to talk but like yeah we never like actually yeah, so one what of the solutions is trees that's one of like the most natural solutions we could do is just plant more trees mm-hmm. and not cut them down or like you know set them on fire and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah unreasonable fire like the amazon that was set on fire that was ridiculous that was and it was ridiculous. not getting any press at all no it was like people telling look what's happening and then no one listened yeah, nobody listened. And I saw this um, tribe, I think, that lived there, and their entire home was just demolished, burned to the ground, burned to ashes. Yeah, I think we pay attention more to the wrong things. You know, celebrities, they have that higher impact, but mm-hmm. they don't, I don't think they use their voice correctly to help, you know, put it out there of what is going on and everything. Because the Amazon, it was burning for literally weeks. I know. Yeah, and it was like weeks. Nobody did anything. Yeah. And it took me, like, I saw on one of the people that I follow after three weeks. That's what I was like, oh my gosh. It's been burning for three weeks. Yeah. And on fire for three nobody weeks. Nobody knew about this. I think we I found out, like, a week later after. Yeah. It was like it was burning. No one, there was nothing about it. And I think I was scrolling to Instagram and I was, I found a picture and it said, like, did you know, by the way, that the Amazon is burning? Yeah. And I'm like, what so like I went to like research a little bit more about this and it was true and I was like in complete shock I was like it was awful yeah I saw pictures and it was just clouds of dark smoke and ashes and just it was terrible well babe this question is for you I know we talked about deforestation as something that could help us you know help us try not to eliminate the trees and everything Mm -hmm. what is one thing that you think we can do to help us out personally i try to use less plastic i use reusable bags i use metal straws i use beeswax covering instead of um, plastic covering i try to reduce my um, plastic use and like make more things reusable so that way disposable things don't get out into the environment and that's getting more and more popular. I've seen metal straws on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Are they very expensive? Or? No, they're not. Yeah, the ones that come to like, <laughs> I don't have one of those. <laughs> I, I just have like regular metal straws. But yeah, it, little things like that can actually make a big impact. But you say it's just one person. It's like 7.7 billion people. Well, we appreciate you guys listening to KSBM Radio, the voice of town. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at, K- at KSBM underscore TBT. We'll see you on the next segment. There are those friends in school where you're like, we don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. And then those that you're like, 
one thing's for sure, all your friends listen to KSBM Radio. This is your boy Chop. And we're about to talk about 6-9 trial. And so if you haven't, like, seen it, he's just been talking about how everybody's in this gang and dropping names, and it's crazy. Yeah, uh, I honestly feel like he's been trolling for the last few days. He even said that Sky Jackson, the girl from, <laughs> from Jesse, was uh, in the in the game. So, uh, yeah, it's just crazy what's going on. It's, I just think that he's going to suffer some consequences from this because who just drops names like this and snitch, especially if you come for the streets? You just know. I don't. I wouldn't know. But... It's just an unwritten rule that you just don't drop names like that. It's not. It's not good. Right now, for the people who don't know what's going on, uh, six nine. He's currently in trial for some things that he's committed. Him and his so-called gang members. And uh, so basically, Shay, how would how, what what would you do in the situation? Not snitch. Not snitch. <laughs> because I mean, when you're pledging like loyalty to the gang why would you go out and deliberately just snitch on them you're basically snitching on yourself and he's gonna suffer consequences from this like if they catch him anywhere he's gonna get hurt it's inevitable so so uh from what from what's happening apparently the same people he called his gang members are were the people who set up his kidnap and tried to kill him. So from you knowing that, now how do you feel about the situation? I still think that things should be kept confidential because it's just a it's an unwritten rule. You don't drop names. You you got yourself in it. So you can't you can't snitch on people because of something you got yourself into. It's not it's not smart. Now, unfortunately, I'm going to have to play devil's advocate and uh, take 6 9 side. And in my opinion, I would snitch in this situation because if the same people I call my friends are trying to kill me, like, I'm not going to let you just be free, even though me snitching would kind of encourage you more to kill me, uh, to have a, a more of a... Um, I don't know what's the word. More of a feeling that you want to kill me more, but yeah, I don't know. I, I would just snitch. I would, I would snitch. You would snitch. Yeah. That's crazy. But I, I wouldn't snitch on Sky Jackson and Cardi B. Right, Cardi B. I'm sure she got money. It's gonna happen. It's he's just not. He's gonna be eliminated from the game completely. He is gonna disappear from the face of the earth. I can already tell you that. Because mm-hmm. who does that? <laughs> Who does that? Yeah. And uh, basically, before he went to jail, he was posting a lot about how he's this and how he's that. And he was just being like the big bad guy on the internet. Right. And now that he's snitching, people are just kind of looking at him like, bro, like. You look dumb. Yeah, that's just like a, a sorry, a sorry lame, weak right. move. So he doesn't even have good music. So I don't understand why he's so popular. But anyways, yeah. he... This whole thing is crazy. He dropped these names so unnecessarily, and it's it's just bad. All right. So I don't know what he's gonna do. And yeah. Yeah. So uh, over the last few days, Instagram accounts like 
TSR, which is the Shade Room, yeah. and Worldstar have been posting like uh, some. There's some guy that's in the courtroom with Six Nine who is like writing down the questions and answers that he's giving, and that the uh, lawyers lawyers are asking him and the prosecute and the prosecutors. I'm sorry, and uh, I, I just wonder if he knows that the internet it now knows that he's snitching. I wonder because in on on the inside of prison, I don't know what type of access to technology he has. All right. But if he doesn't, I just wonder if he knows what's going on, and and if we know that he that we, and if we know that he knows that he's snitching. Um, they gotta know. He has to know because I'm sure he's in a bit of trouble wherever he is now because somebody has to know that right. he's being a snitch. And um, yeah, Snoop Dogg actually came out and talked about Six Nine right. and how he just it's just like right, it's it's crazy, <sighs> it's real crazy. And being that Snoop Dogg is from that type of world where he's used to gun violence and gangs, you know, it just it it kind of makes Six Nine look bad, look worse than what he looks now. And yeah. when he gets out of jail, I wonder what he's gonna do. And how he's gonna like protect if he gets out of jail. Yeah, if he gets out. <laughs> I wonder how he's gonna like protect his image, you know, of what it used to be and try to transform it back into you know what it is now. So Yeah, his um his yeah. companion, um what's his name? Fifty Cent actually talked about it too mm-hmm. and he just had like really nothing to say about it because you know, that's his friend and they've been really close. So they just hadn't, he just had nothing to say because right. it's not like he could go against him. And, yeah. And uh, I also found out the other day that 6 ix baby mama <laughs> reportedly got together with 6 ix friend Harv. And Harv is the same one who tried to kidnap 6 9 So now, tell me, would you snitch in this situation? Okay. Now that's that's completely different. Mm-hmm. Like that, it's sad actually. I guess in that situation, you do have a reason to be kind of mad, right. and you would have to drop some names. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. But like, as far as Cardi B and Sky Jackson, I don't, I don't think that was really necessary. Right. Yeah, he's he's crazy. He also said that Mama Stewart was more gangster. <laughs> yeah, six nine. He's a he's a troll. He was a troll out of jail. He's a troll in jail. Yeah. Can't get enough of him. Music is trolling. Yeah. It's just the rainbow hair kid. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, yeah. Um, six nine. Six nine. So I have a question for you. Uh, out of all of his songs, which one would you say you least enjoyed? Literally everyone. Everyone. I I tried to do one sit down of his music and it's just trash. Yeah. Like I don't understand. I know there's there was a time of music where everything was supposed to be funny. It was supposed to be trolling, but now it's just it's just lame. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I remember they used to do remixes of it, and it was crazy, and it used to be, like, so funny, but right now, it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's crazy. So, with 6 9 uh, outside of jail, 
when well before he went into jail, uh, he had there, there was some things already going on with him and his gang members. So basically, just now, just a few weeks ago, they found out that these very same gang members they had they didn't even know six nine and that base they basically gave six nine the clout and the fame that he had and he wasn't really even affiliated into the gang. He was just providing them financial support. So what would you do to get out of this situation? Me? I honestly I wouldn't even know. I'm not going to drop names because I feel like that's a danger to me. Right. And how just you don't do that when you already know you're putting yourself in a situation in a gang situation you pledge your loyalty you have to keep confident uh confidentiality right. and everything that goes on you already know it, you can't say anything about it so me if i was in that situation it i just i would have to pledge guilty i don't care mm -hmm. man yeah i would also have to pledge guilty as well and um, I don't, I honestly, I feel like they have, the gang has some type of connection, some type of connection in jail to where they can get the 6-9, but this hasn't happened yet. So uh, I don't, I'm not really sure as to whether they have, you know, it, as to whether they have 6-9 in some type of his own little secret department or whatever in the jail. But yeah, but, uh, guys, that's basically it as far as this segment. Uh, make sure to follow us at KSBM underscore TVT on all social medias and use the family and use the hashtags <laughs> KSBM We Live, uh, hashtag SBM Family Matters, and hashtag SBM Townview. Thank you. Have any thoughts or suggestions about the show you'd like to share with us? Feel free to reach out on social media Instagram and Twitter at KSBM underscore TVT, Facebook at KSBM Radio, and Snapchat at KSBM Radio underscore TVT. I always follow them. Hi, we're back with KSB, KSBM Radio, the voice of town view. I'm your host, Bay. I'm with Eric. And this is John. Back with you again. And today we, are, we have our sports segment. So, what's going on in the sports world? Sports world. Well, this past weekend, in Dallas actually, the Cowboys took on the Miami Dolphins. Mm -hmm. We won. Yeah. We killed them. Yeah, so the yeah. Cowboys are off to a fast 3-0 start. Congratulations to them. But Great season. They haven't really played anybody. Right. Uh, she, you just said great season, but I don't see how. You know, uh, I saw something on Instagram or actually on Snapchat the other day where it said the Cowboys are going to win this 3-0 uh, three, three game. And once they win that game, the uh, fans are going to go and start saying that they're going to win the Super Bowl when they haven't played a real team yet. Yeah. You're right. You're right. we got to wait till like, the Saints or mm -hmm. Steelers. The Saints are actually this weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah, this weekend. So we'll see how that goes. Uh they might lose. Yeah, they played the New York Giants week one. They blew them out. Mm -hmm. They played the Washington Redskins, which actually the Redskins played last night. Yeah, and against the Chicago Bears. Yes. And they got absolutely embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Embarrassed. The Bears. Except for that one um, interception when the Bears were right about to make a touchdown, he intercepted it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was a close one. Nice. But uh, shout out to 50 Deuce Khalil Mack for his awesome defensive performance last night. Two strip fumbles, two sacks, and two tackles for loss. He's extremely dominant. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. He's a dominant player. Now, who would you guys take as the best defender? Would you take Khalil Mack or Aaron Donald from the Los Angeles Browns? The defensive player. Uh, most definitely uh, 
the guy from the Los Angeles Browns. I don't know who he Wait, is, but uh, I like his name. So <laughs> John, yeah. you're, you're you choose him based off his name. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he actually won Defensive Player of the Year last year. So shout out to him. He actually led the league in sacks and set an NFL record for sacks. So wow. you're on the right track with Aaron Donald. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. This weekend, the Cowboys play the New Orleans Saints, mm-hmm. but it's lose. but it's still it'll if you guys win, it'll still be under talk because Drew Brees is hurt. Right. Unfortunately, he is hurt. Yeah, right. He just had thumb surgery from the performance that he had up against the Rams. Aaron Donald actually hit his hand and he hit him so hard that he broke his thumb. Now imagine, imagine you know. Being put out of the game just because of a little injury like that, like that's, that's crazy. Hey, little any injury, injury can take you out. A sure. toe can take you out. Yeah, sprained toe, mm-hmm. sprained ankle, ain't nothing to play with. Ankle's kind of big, but yeah. Yeah, but this weekend also other games coming. This past weekend, the Seattle Seahawks took on the New Orleans Saints, mm-hmm. and they actually got embarrassed by the Saints mm-hmm. without Drew Brees. Although, I'm, at, I'm actually not. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm actually not surprised. Uh, the Saints, they're they're pretty they're pretty good, man. Yeah. yeah, they are. But I was just so surprised without you know Drew Brees, the starter, mm-hmm. that they did so well. I know Teddy Bridgewater, their backup quarterback. Right. He is starter material. He actually started for the Minnesota Vikings back mm-hmm. a few years ago. But you know, for him to just have to dust off the pads and everything and hop right in after week one, it was actually a great performance. Mm-hmm. And um, on the other flip side. Russell Wilson did not disappoint. 400 yards and three touchdowns. That's Ooh. crazy. Yeah. That's actually crazy. That's a lot of yardage. For all you fantasy owners out there, he got you well over 40 points. So <laughs> if you had him, great job playing him this weekend. If you did Superhuman. Yeah. Um, actually, too, in college football, you know, we have NFL going on, but college football, too, we have Alabama, Clemson, you know, Georgia, Oklahoma is the top teams that faced off in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Do you guys like college football? A little bit. I watch um, Miami because, you know, Miami. Yeah, you like Miami? Yeah. They're actually a pretty good team. Yeah, they're not. They're. Um, it's like, I don't know the record, but it's not too good. Not too good. Hopefully the rest of the season is better. Yeah, I'm a huge Texas Longhorn fan, mm-hmm. so yeah, hook them. Well. <laughs> yeah, so we just got a dub against Oklahoma State this weekend, and I'm very proud of my boys about that. But sadly, we were decimated by injuries. Caden Stearns is out four weeks with a sprained knee. Um, Josh Thompson is out indefinitely with a broken foot. Mm. But we are getting B.J. Foster, our linebacker, back next game. Week after next, because this week is our bye week. Sounds good. So, uh, speaking of college football, how are y'all going to the Cotton Bowl? I want to because my friends, they go to OU. Right. And I'm a Texas fan, so we'll see how that plays out. Those ticket prices are going to be outrageous. Crazy. I know. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And um, dealing also back to the NFL, we have our main star of the show, Antonio Brown. Antonio, Mr. Brown. So as you guys may have missed it, he actually retired from the NFL over Twitter, saying that he would never play in the NFL again. Do you guys agree with that? I think that's yeah. true. Uh, I feel like he already has the money that he needs, so he's set for the rest of his life. And if he chooses and picks what he needs carefully, and just doesn't go on a rant and just buy things he doesn't need. But other than that, he'll be set, and hopefully his kids will be set as well. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. In the end, it's all about money. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's a, almost like a forced retire. You know? Yeah. It, it, yeah. I kind of feel that way too because um, 
honestly feel like what the Patriots did wasn't necessarily fair. The uh, case wasn't over, so I feel like they could have waited, you know, but hey. Yeah, but that's a franchise, you know, you got to protect your six, you know. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. He definitely didn't do it on his own terms. Yeah. 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 But also... I saw it on Twitter yesterday. He enrolled back into Central Michigan University. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going back to school. I mean, why not? Yeah, you know, education is very important. You know, so stay in school, guys. I mean, he has nothing else to do, so. <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, with his agent, he said that multiple teams were calling, you know, but they wanted to see how the case was going to play out. How do you guys think the case is going to go out and play out? I don't know. You know, no case. Uh, I don't know. In situations like these, it, it does like there are parts of it where it's, things seem a little fishy and like you're kind of skeptical. Mm-hmm. But pretty much at the end of the day, the man always loses. So totally. Yeah. 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 And you know, I think it was crazy because he had an opportunity to drop the thing, to drop the case by signing a grievance for I believe two million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't. So that's what made me pretty confident that he didn't do it because I think he was fighting on behalf of not only himself but other athletes to keep their names from being dragged through the mud, drugged through the mud as well in the future. So we'll see how that plays out and everything. But we're going to do a 180-degree turn and go off to basketball. Basketball. Basketball season is approaching. I cannot wait because that's my favorite sport. College basketball or uh, NBA? Well, both. And we're going to bring you more news on that as the season approaches. Mainly, um, we actually had a player go down with an injury, Darius Miller of the New Orleans Pelicans. So our condolences are with you with the torn Achilles that you suffered. We know that you're going to rest up and rehab well. And there's also been news about Kevin Durant possibly returning this year in the middle of the season. We know he suffered a torn Achilles in the NBA Finals against the Toronto Raptors. But I don't think, I think he should take his time, you know. Snake. (laughs) I don't know if he's a snake anymore after he signed with Brooklyn. But yeah, he was really hated after everything that he did and by signing with Golden State. And I personally didn't agree with it myself. Yeah. Forming you know, joining a team that went seventy three and nine after you guys lost to them in the Western Conference Finals. But uh, fun fact, LeBron actually did the same thing when he went. From, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, when he went from Cleveland to uh, Miami, he did the exact same thing. Absolutely not. Miami had gone forty-three and thirty-nine, I believe. So that is nowhere yeah, that, close. That's true. They didn't need him, just like the uh, just like the Warriors didn't need KD. But you know. But they had just lost to LeBron and the Cavaliers in two thousand sixteen. But see, here's the thing. The thing is that. All right, that's all we have today for sports. We'll catch up with y'all next time. We are at KSBM Radio, the voice of Townview, and you can follow us at KSBM Radio underscore TVT on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Snapchat. Use hashtags KSBMLive, KSBM Family Matters, and SBM Townview. Thank you. See you guys next time. Like to share with us? Feel free to reach out on social media, Instagram and Twitter at KSBM underscore TVT, Facebook at KSBM Radio.